Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Please consider supporting Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. You can learn more about them at bwunited.ca. Uh, they are always looking for donations and volunteers. So please, again, support Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. Again, that website is bwunited.ca. This is Dimitri Samarov from Chicago, Illinois, and I love listening to Vish Khanna's Creative Control because whether he's talking to a favorite musician or actor of mine or someone I've never heard of, it's as if he's introducing me to a new friend, and the way things are going, couldn't you use a new friend? Listen now. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash Control today. Harrison Robinson is a gifted musician and composer based in Toronto, Ontario. Since the 2016 release of his wonderful debut album, Checkpoint Titanium, Robinson, who works under the name Harrison, has established himself as a dynamic and curious musician, teaching himself how to create music on his own with piano and keyboards as the principal foundation for breezy songs that touch upon soul, R&B, pop, hip-hop, and other synthesized and organic tones. His lovely third album is called Birds, Bees, the Clouds, and the Trees, which features some nice collaborations and was released by Last Gang Records on April 28, 2023. Harrison returns to this show for a good discussion about his pandemic life in Toronto and playing video games a lot, things Harrison knows that I don't know and one thing I know that Harrison didn't know, making music professionally but beyond making records, accepting one's voice, the birds and the bees, the great outdoors, some of the people who helped bring his new album to life, future plans, and much more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash Control with additional support from Blackbird Music, a well-stocked record store with locations in Edmonton and Calgary, and very friendly employees who will happily help you find what it is you're looking for if you're there in person, or if you go to their website, blackbird.ca, you can enter what you're looking for. You just you say you want the new Harrison album. You just enter what you're looking for in the search terms, and then you hit probably the enter button, and then your options come up, and they'll tell you if you can pick it up at the store or if they can ship it to your house or something. It's, it's just that simple. For more information, visit blackbird.ca. Plus in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario. This is episode 771 of Creative Control, featuring the lovely and talented Harrison with your host, me, Vish Khanna.
Hey, Harrison, how's it going? It's going, Beach. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you very much. Where in the world are you today? Toronto, Ontario. Canada. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a nice... Uh, I can see, uh, because of the technology, I can see into your world there. It seems nice. You got a plant? I got a plant? I wish yeah. I had... <laughs> it's dying. Oh, no. Why? What did you do? Did you kill the plant? <laughs> See, the plant hurts me, bro. Oh, come on. Are you, are you okay? You seem, you seem a little, are you alright? Everything good? Am I okay? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm alright, man. I just had a little okay. bit of a week. I see. I'm sorry to hear that. I, it's okay. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know. A lot of us are going through some tough times, I would say, uh, say so, yeah. in this, in this time period. Has, uh, I have not talked to you since the beginning of the world starting to slowly end. How have you been doing <laughs> in this time, the last few years? Honestly, the last few years have been really good. They have been. I felt coming into my own as a person, as an adult in my now late 20s, my practice, my piano practice and making music and shit. It's been honestly great. Everything's been yeah. wicked till like, you know, in the last month or so, but it, it, my progress as a person isn't linear. I don't think anyone's is, right? No, no. It dips and dives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's good to hear. I, as you know, I'm a big fan of your, your playing. When you say you're, you, I think you were getting at that your piano playing, mm-hmm. uh, and your abilities are elevating. What do you attribute that to? Just being able to spend more time doing it because there's less other stuff to do? Or was there some, some other, uh, <laughs> so, something else that inspired that? There's so much to learn when it comes to piano. And when I started practicing, I had the privilege of like, being at home and I could just again like I brought this up before and I think I think a lot of people agree but like the idea of talent or whatever it's just like the privilege of time right absolutely if you want you can be talented at anything but you know can you be talented and pay rent at the same yeah. time yeah so it's literally just a privilege of time and I had that at in the beginning of my practice at least so yeah that, I mean I was like I'm gonna use it <laughs> so, I'm gonna use this time, bro. A hundred percent. I feel like a, a lot of people did use this time, or a lot of people. Rather, I shouldn't say that. Uh, those who were privileged <laughs> to be able to use that time, use this time, mm. I should say. I, I just want you to know, I've heard this a lot. People are taking this time to uh, refine skills, learn new ones. Have you mm. beyond your piano? First of all, uh, this is, I think, the third time you've been on the show. Maybe I can't remember exactly. Uh, I think uh, it is the third. Including including long winter. Oh, look at you're yeah. counting. That's nice. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's lovely. I I as you know, I'm a big fan of yours. So, uh, where was I going with this? Uh, yeah, I know you're a talented uh, piano player. Uh, even from the first time you were on the show, however long ago that was, uh, did you, you pick up any other skills? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. For me, guitar, playing more guitar, guitar nice. during the pandemic. Uh, uh, what else? Cooking, cooking more, uh, eating out less. Uh, those things, I can feel them getting a bit better for me in my mid-40s. Uh, did you pick up mm-hmm. anything else? I just want to mention my age so everyone realize, recognizes that I'm old. <laughs> Particularly compared to you. I just want to say I'm old, but you're you're young. Uh, did you pick up anything else? I picked up getting really good at video games. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. Because I was thinking about the first time you and I did a, ch- a chat, uh, I went to your yeah. house. Do you remember this? Yeah. It was your, it was your parents' house. My parents' house, yeah. Yeah. Which you're not, I could, I don't think you're there anymore, but based on this no, background. No. Yeah. No. So you're at your parents' house and you say something about, uh, and forgive me, I'm going to get some of these names wrong. Dragon Ball Z. Is that the thing that the kids like or did like at one point? Dragon Ball Z was a show. They did have a game. Oh, it was a show. I, I thought it was a video game. Okay. It was a they show. They have a video game too. Budokai 3 was the one I played when I was younger. Wait a minute. Which one but came first? Was it the show came first. They made yeah. a video game out of the show? Yeah, it was an extremely popular show huh. in Japan and North America. It's like an anime? Yeah, it was like an anime. It was like probably the first one I saw. This is embarrassing. I'm just, I'm re-embarrassing myself. It's like we're in Back <laughs> to the Future. I'm like, hey, uh, Harrison, let's get in the DeLorean back to that time you roasted me for not knowing Dragon Ball Z like seven years ago. Well, that'll be a fun thing for everyone. I'm sorry. But anyway, you mentioned that and, and then you were shocked that I didn't know what it was. And then I felt old. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I don't get a cultural reference that a young person's telling me I'm, I'm out of it. And then I, I slept for like a week in a fetal position. I'm like, oh no. 
It's happening. I'm, I'm aging out. Anyway, yeah. it's funny because uh, I can't think of which song it is on this brilliant new record of yours. But my son, uh, we've been listening to it in the house and in the in the minivan. And my son will frequently make commentary and say something like, uh, oh, this song reminds me of the video game. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Turnip Boy Evades Tax Evasion. Do you know what that is? What? No, uh-huh. I never heard of it. Who's old now? <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap. I trapped you, my friend. No, no, no. My son, my son loves these video games. So there's one called Turnip Boy. I'm not making this up. It sounds made up. What he, uh, my son, I feel Turnip like Turnip Boy Evades Tax Evasion? Turnip Boy Evades Tax Evasion. It has he Commits very, Tax Evasion. Oh, you did close. you Google it? You Google yeah, it. Yeah, just had a, it's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Well, okay, I gotta check this out. I'm giving you a wreck right now. You gotta check out this yeah, game. I have, I've not played this game, but my son <laughs> kept saying, uh, throughout the record as it, as it, as it played, uh, oh, this reminds me of kind of video game music. And I'd say, oh, Harrison, I think likes video games. Do you think video game soundtracks are an influence on you as a musician? As a musician, yes, but not on this record specifically. No, not on this. As a musician, absolutely. What is it? Um, well, why? Why? I mean, I get it. I have friends who make a living now. They used yeah. to, they used to be sort of indie rock musicians. I'll just say my friend's name, Jim Guthrie. Jim Guthrie. Uh, I grew up with Jim in a way. We grew up together in Guelph. He's a bit older than me, but we grew up together. You know, when I mean, I mean, grew up together. Sorry. When I got there for university, I met Jim. We were adults, uh, mm-hmm. 19, 19, 20, something like that. And he was like an indie rock guy, Juno Award nominee, all that stuff. And then he kind of entered into uh, soundtrack work and video game soundtracks came his way people go nuts he can't keep he can't keep records in stock <laughs> he'll say hey i got a, a thousand records or two thousand copies gone and it will be in while his in, and i'm not there's no shade jim knows this then his indie rock records do fine uh, yeah. but the the nothing like those ost no it's though. amazing and so there's that. a whole thing with have you ever you have you ever worked in video game soundtracking i did yeah i did a few and the last game I worked on was very hard, though, because it was specifically a, a music game. It's called Beat Blast. And it was like this, like, dungeon crawler roguelike game that you collect squares. And every square, you basically had, like, a sequencer in the, in, at the bottom, bottom left of the screen. And each sequencer would make different sounds and have different powers, I guess. Yeah. And, bro, it was the, t- like, the music game was, that was the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> it was so confusing because everything had to be in specific key, follow a specific progression. Huh. Although it was basic progression, and like there was, it was just very tough. But I had a great time. But so wait a minute, more than scoring the game, you were creating music for the people to interact with. Does that make? A, is that a way of saying it? Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's called deep. It's really that was very hard. But yeah. How do you even? Um, so okay. So here's the thing too. Uh, I will, and I don't want to spend too much time on video games because uh, I don't abide by them as a dad. Because <laughs> my son will just be up there, and then they'll emerge <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden after. This is going to sound like bad parenting. I do have limitate. I can uh, with a f- telephone app. I can limit how much time they're on the internet. So Let's go. Man. Well, I try the to future's do. Crazy. I know, and I try to do that. And then, <laughs> but like a cuckoo clock, the door will open, and he'll be like, Papa. Papa, I need more time. I'm in the middle of a game. And I'll be like, ah, I'm sad. I don't, uh, there's all these, like, he always, they always want me to, like, you know, whatever. But my point is, uh, when I was a kid, uh, video games were pure escapism. It wasn't, you, yeah. you were interacting. You weren't really interacting. You were, there were parameters. But a lot of the games now, and you might, you might know this, I, where I'm wrestling with it is they seem to really inspire creativity. You're building things. And you're mm-hmm. creating things. You're not just p- playing hockey or whatever. And I mean, we do play NBA. He got me into. <sighs> My son is like, "Can you come play video games?" I'm like, "No, I can't." <laughs> Why not? I'm like, "Well, I get obsessed. I'm competitive, <laughs> and if I start playing a video game, I will not leave." And they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Your papa is weak, weak, <laughs> weak-minded. Can't handle it." And they're like, "Oh." I see. Anyway, my point is, do you <laughs> do you enjoy the escapism? Do you do you play rather the escapism games where you're just kind of 
Sorry, is that a is that the proper distinction? Like passive versus active video game playing? I fully I fully agree with you, okay. man. I play like they're not like not creative games at all. I play like something called like League of Legends, something called Apex Legends, and something called Overwatch. Yeah. And all these games are just fully to make sure I don't have to think yeah. for that period of time yeah. on anything except for those games. Yeah. And I just got internet like two days ago since I've been back here. Oh. And I, the first thing I did, I was like, I'm going to play a game of League of Legends. And I lost. I had it the worst time. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had the worst time. I was like, this sucks. But that's what it is. It's like, I, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, because when I'm playing games, it's usually, you know, you've, have you heard of Discord? Of course I know. Okay. Listen, I, yeah, I'm Discord. not, I know I said I was old and out of touch, but I know what Discord is. Come on. You know, it's also, <laughs> I know a lot of people. Well, Discord, actually, so, know Discord. you know what's funny? A friend of mine, a lawyer my age, a lawyer, I don't know why I said he's a lawyer. I'll just tell you his job. I don't know why it's not germane, <laughs> but he was like, what's Discord? I'm like, oh, it's an app that people use to interact with each other. My son and other people use it. And it, it's like a, sorry, am I characterizing this correctly? It's a chat. No, no, you're right. It's you're like right. a chat app. Absolutely. Which my son, by the way, for years was like, get Discord. I don't want to read your yeah. texts. I'm like, what? Why not? Like, everyone's always like, get WhatsApp, get Discord. Did you yeah. see my messenger thing? Did you see my LinkedIn message? I'm like, Jesus, why can't we just use the same? Now, okay, look what? I'm old. I can't handle all these things. Anyway, why did you bring up Discord? That's a big thing with the gaming, right? Because Discord, like, I, these people, like, my friend, like, through COVID and everything, bro. We just go on Discord yeah. and play games and talk to each other. Yes. Because there's servers, right? You enter the room uh-huh. and it'd be like we're all just chatting. Yeah. And but we like we'll stream our own games. We'll watch movies and shit together. Yes. And like yeah. we just go in there to like hang out, literally. You know what I mean? My friend a lot of my friends are in like either tech or nine to five or like my close circle are not like musicians and artists and stuff it's people you know my homies this is what i was trying to get to earlier uh when i was Mm. a kid if you played a video game by yourself an argument could be made by your parents or any other observers that you were being a little antisocial. get outside go Mm. play with your friends so we move here from uh ontario we move to edmonton and then this pandemic happens almost immediately a couple months in the pandemic happens Mm -hmm. And my son uh, has already started to get into video games, and now they use them to do what you're describing, interact with friends in Ontario, interact mm-hmm. with friends even in Edmonton. So then I'm like, oh, it's a social thing. Like, that is their way of actually communicating. I don't know if it's a, at this point, as we're speaking, if it's because they're isolated, but it's just an easy way for them to interact so I, yeah, you're talking to something. Yeah, I'm still wrestling with it because I'm a very big believer in, I think my wife struggles with this sometimes uh, herself, the, the, the notion that uh, our kids should do what we did as kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm, I, I think personally, how? Everything's different. The technology is <laughs> different. Like yeah. they, this is how yeah. people, we're doing it right now. We talk using yeah. computers. Like that wasn't a thing. Anyway, I guess where I'm coming from is uh, I wanted to ask you like how much time in a day, would you say you spend playing video games at your peak? Like if you're playing a lot, could at you, my peak. Like if you if you were to be like, holy shit, you look at the clock and you're like, oh my god, how many hours? When, yeah, when World of Warcraft Classic came out, it was either right before the pandemic. I think it was right before the pandemic. We were ripping that shit like 12 hours yeah, a day, bro. That, Me and my homies. So. But that was like, it was, yeah. we committed to this bit. Like, my friend Evan took the week off work and shit. Oh my God. We're like, I've never played this game, but they were all so excited about it. I'm like, okay, let me commit to the bit with my homies, bro. <laughs> and, uh, we, yeah, we fucking ripped that shit. 12 hours. To level 60. Wow. So we 12 hours a day, probably. And, and what about now, mm-hmm. though? That you're, uh, sorry, what era are you talking? How old were you when you were doing that 12 hour a day? This was, 2017 or 2018. Oh, not that long ago, really. So not that long ago. Okay. 24. Okay, 24, 12 hours a day. That seems like a lot. No, 23. You're 23. And and now, though, like mm-hmm. how, what's like a, when do, do you have a thing now where you're like, oh, I've been playing video games. Maybe like a couple hours. A couple hours. Because I'll do it like after, in the evening, right? When like, like my, I think my friends are on Discord at like the same time every day pretty much, like after dinner, evening. That's dinner, what so my like, son says, but I can't help but yeah. feel like aren't maybe they're always on. 
Maybe they're just <laughs> always on there. And like, how can it be like, <laughs> no, no, they're not. Okay. All right. I, they're not. Do you think there's something about, uh, in there about like just binge culture you know how that was a i guess it's still a thing with like tv shows people would all the streaming services would just be like here's every season every episode and people would be like oh i just spent 36 hours like they would i was (laughs) amazed people would tweet oh i spent 36 hours watching lost i'm like why would you admit that to anyone (laughs) out loud ever in your life that seems embarrassing but you're also 12 hours a day in front of a screen is it, you think yeah. there's something up with that? What does that mean that we're just sitting there, uh, consuming things? It's escapism, bro. That's it. At the end of the day, it's escapism. Man. People can barely afford to live in the city. Inflation, yada yada. Yeah. I shouldn't yada yada. This is a serious situation. Yeah, it's depressing. But they're like, fuck, I'm depressed as fuck. I'm gonna watch Lost for 36 hours. I'm like, I applaud you. I hope that you, for a moment of, yeah. Just a moment, you got your. Yeah, piece. that's fair. Okay. If it was that thirty-six hours. Uh, by the way, that's just in my. Opinion. I hope I don't sound judgy. I just. I guess I could not have sounded more judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. No, I get it. Are you kidding? But remember, it's just. It's not. You know, it. It doesn't matter if you sound judgy. It, it wasn't. A, it, I don't think you're, it was a strong opinion. I think it's a, va- a very valid opinion. Well, as I, I also understand. As I mentioned earlier, I'm older, uh, and I think I remember. What my wife and, and I both remember is the time before this technology. Mm-hmm. That's where people of my vintage are kind of wrestling. Like when we were, sorry, I've talked about this on the show a bunch. Uh, do you know people's phone numbers uh, off the top of your head? Uh, do you, or like, I know, I know a few, a few, you know, actually, I know a few. I don't want to segue, but something random that came up was the cable. Um, the cable numbers. Oh, like we the remote? Like, cause, uh, like the channels? Yeah, because I'm 27. Yeah, there were channels. I could like, off the top, I was like 45, Teletoon, 25, YTV, yeah. 51, yep. Family, 28, Fox, 29, much. Like, for some reason, they're just engraved in my head. And I remember I put my friend's numbers in my mom's phone book. And I remember like those phone numbers i asked because i i've talked about this before uh i remember a time where i didn't write down anything to your point really? my friends would marvel at my ability <laughs> to remember channel numbers if they'd come over i just they're like how do you know i just look at the yeah. like, i don't know i just know actually at that at that point there wasn't like the tv guide computer on your screen yeah that, no i you don't had I mean, to know i thought that shit was fancy when i was a kid yeah, you had to know, I, i'm right? just saying you had to know things and and phone numbers the 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 reference i've made on the show is like when i was a kid i knew 30 phone numbers off the top of my head and now mm-hmm. i had a landline installed here for my children because they don't have cell phones and if something goes awry i thought oh well they need to call somebody i don't know our number yeah. i don't know any numbers i i say telephone mm-hmm. call harrison and it goes okay <laughs> Okay, here you go. And I have no idea. I, I couldn't tell you your number. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah, think that's a weird. Yeah. All I'm getting at is the way we consume things and the way our brains work. We're binging and, and then we're also not remembering anything. Like I feel like you watch 36 mm-hmm. hours of show, uh, play a video game. I just wonder if you'll retain it the way. Sorry. There's no way to not sound old and I'm not even longing for the Don't old apologize, times. Bro. I just wonder what it's happening to our brains. That's all. Like uh, as we're we, done. You think? We're cooked, beach. Yeah, we're cooked. <laughs> we're not gonna. <laughs> we're absolutely finished. You think man, we're du- are, are we dumber? Are we dumber than we used to be? Like, are, are... I think we're somehow dumber and smarter at the same yes, time. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know things Which you don't think is possible. Yeah, like the whole notion of like, hey, who was in that movie? Like when I was a kid, you'd be like, I don't know. Uh, how am I yeah. supposed to know that? It's not going to be in anything. It's not. You can't just look up <gasps> the name of the actor. And now you you know everything yeah. within two seconds. So we're smarter, yeah. or no? We're more informed, but we're not smarter. Is that maybe a way to do it? That, I think you're right. We're more informed, but we're less smart. Anyway, I, I don't know why. This was a lot of tangents to talk about your music, and I'm sorry. But I think it's sort of germane. That's okay. Well, I think it's sort of germane because we've hit a kind of uh, uh, nadir of, uh, of, of joy. There's no joy in what we're talking about. We're having a good <laughs> laugh, but it's not fun, the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, your record is remarkably uh, cheery and upbeat on the surface anyway, superficially. Does it feel that way to you, like a purposefully yes. cheery expression? Did you say theory expression? No, no, cheery. I didn't cheery mean theory. I didn't, uh, I didn't mean theory. Is it a theoretical <laughs> theoretical cheeriness? Is that where you want to go no. with this? <laughs> I, it's purposefully cheerful, man, because I was cheerful yeah. making it for many of the songs at least. 
And that's just like, I can't escape this. It doesn't, I'll, I'll try and make a sad song. I can't escape it, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it always just turns out bright and like whimsical. <laughs> but that's, yeah. but it, that says something about you. Are you saying that you write cheery music to, I don't know. I'm putting words in your mouth. Is writing cheery, I'll ask you the question. How about that? How about I be an actual journalist interviewer <laughs> guy and ask you a real question? Let's, let's try that for a change, Vish. <laughs> Are you uh, someone who writes cheery music to, as a kind of a coping therapeutic thing? I honestly, I wish I have not looked inward enough to like actually answer that question honestly. Because I, I, I thought I knew the answer to that when I was younger, but I don't anymore. It's just like what comes out and what gets make, makes me excited, and that just always ends up being like almost the same progressions my whole life, and. Uh-huh. You know, I, I try, but it's what comes out. Even, the, even if I'm in a bad mood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever sit down and start writing like a minor key dirge and then abandon it? Or do you try to see it through to see where it's going? I do. So I do write some of that stuff for like sync, my like sync library thing I do. Huh. Just like, you know, music, they need sync work. But it, um, I write it very fast, so I don't have time to like take in. I, I don't know if that if I'm articulating this properly, but yeah, I'll, like write it like as fast as possible. Listen back and then be like, okay, this sounds like maybe it could be in like a noir film. <laughs> I see. You know what I'm saying? So I like, see. but like it, the music that I write for myself that I plan on like, I'm like, this is a piece of work that I, I'm proud of. I'm proud of all my music, but like something I'm like putting my full energy into as an artist or a musician. Hmm. Yeah. It just, it, it always turns out bright. Yeah. Childlike wonder. Yeah. A Harrison joint is full of some measure of, uh, sophisticated, uh, innocence, joy and innocence on some level. How about that? You want a blurb for your record cover? You want a sticker? <laughs> I just came up with one. Come on. What's better than that? <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> no, Fucking but that, you know, as you're writing something, whether it's, so say you're sitting down to, to do an assignment, like you describe a sink or something like that, or someone's mm-hmm. offered you, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you start to go at it. Uh, do you ever stop and say, whoa, no, I'm hanging on to that shit. That's better. That's, or sorry. That's for me. I think that's not. I have done that. Yeah. You, ha- I you have, have done that. You have done that. Yeah, like sometimes I'll start with, I'll make like copies. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to take that. I literally did that like a couple of days ago. So what, what does that mean to you when you, <laughs> I'm sorry, I go through this a lot myself because I have a day job and I have uh, lots of responsibilities, but I mm-hmm. know the ones that make me happy, like the ones yeah. that make me, like this, this kind of stuff mm-hmm. makes me very happy, but I can't totally make a living off of it. So I do other mm-hmm. things. Uh, that they're fulfilling, but they're not as like, I don't, I'm, this is exciting. Like, this is fun to talk to you. You know what I mean? And talk mm-hmm. to people. So I think a lot of us in our kind of cultural milieu kind of do this. We have our side hustle or sorry, uh, the way I'd put it is our main hustle is meant to pay bills, but our side hustle is what keeps us happy. Uh, is yeah. that, is that where you're kind of coming from? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, sorry, I don't mean to diminish your music making as Harrison. As no, absolutely not. It's not diminishing at all, bro. But you got to make that money. Yeah, the, right. Sync, the, sync the, is where the money Right, at. exactly. So the reality <laughs> is you're taking what you're good at uh, and turning it into a job. But the how can I put this? I think I've already articulated it. The reality you for articulated well. For all, the reality for most musicians is this is why, sorry, also growing up, I, I, sorry to keep taking you back to the 80s and 90s, but why not? It's a no, fun. That's okay. I like it, dude. I like a little nostalgia. Can you imagine a time, Harrison, where if an artist, uh, had a music in a commercial for a car or a computer company, there would be outrage. Just absolute, <laughs> their fans would be like, Oh my God, you sold out. And now Fucking I can't. Posers. Yeah. I can't turn on. Because I watch sports, as I think you do. Uh, I watch a lot I of... Don't. You don't? No. You don't watch any sports? I thought you liked the... You don't like any... Okay, I thought you liked sports. You None? <laughs> Not, nothing? Not Am I, I thought you did. I don't know why. Okay, anyway. So I watch sports, 
and there's lots of commercials and like I can't watch if it well sorry the other things my friends used to marvel at and my kids are mystified by is my ability to avoid commercials there's a commercial mm. coming I know exactly when they're going to start and when they're going to end I always come back when the game <laughs> is back and they're like how do you know that it's over I'm like I just sorry that internal it's inherent it's just like uh, my media <laughs> literacy is so high my point my but my point is like it's inescapable to hear uh there's a thing I don't she knows this there's an artist I really love named uh Juliana Riolino she's been okay. been on this show beautiful mm-hmm. voice she's a she's ascending she went down to south by south she's from Ontario she went down to south by southwest rolling stone articles everyone's starting to catch on Juliana and I I've been a fan of hers for some time but everyone's starting to catch on anyway there's like a Subaru ad now. Should I say the car company? I'm plugging it. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't recognize the song, but I recognized the voice. It's hers. Yeah. So they hired her to just sing this excerpt of some, but you know, whatever song, and she brings it to life. So I text her. I'm like, Hey, did you do an ad? She's like, Yeah. And she's like, Yeah. You good got, for her. You no, know, it is good. What I'm saying though is, I got like thirty grand. Exactly. Like, no, no. She probably got like a fucking teacher's salary. Probably. From like, and yeah. I applaud any musician who does this. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like, if you get one good job, you can actually go and focus on your own damn shit. You know what I mean? For like a whole, sometimes like, some people land those big Apple ads, bro. They're cooking. Yeah. No. They're like, I can like sustain my fucking music for, excuse me, all of the swearing. No, I, I can't stop it either. It's, uh, my kids are out of the house. So I just, I let it rip. <laughs> Uh, no, my point is, uh, sorry, do you, but so I think we're on the same, well, I don't know if I'm on the same page. I'm making the observation. Mm-hmm. I still think it's weird when an artist I love lends a song. There's a Beatles song in an Airbnb commercial now. I couldn't believe that because they used to be very, uh, adamant about easiest $30 million uh, probably ever made. Yeah, it's a ring. <laughs> it was probably like the craziest sink license well ever, it's so. yellow submarine too so ringo probably is like i'd like to we should do that you know like i i, <laughs> I think that's probably what happened because john and george george certainly would have been like no uh anyway uh sorry i didn't mean <laughs> no. a bad liver pudlian accents but my point was uh do you so you're bad. saying i think we've we, i think i know the answer to this there's no credibility issues now with an artist the reason i asked this because you drew the distinction you start writing potentially for an assignment, but if it's for you, you keep it. Which means to that that says to me that you view that as uh, having a certain. It has a different value because some people would be like, "Oh, this is really good." Mm-hmm. The person I'm working for is really going to like it. But I think you're saying mm-hmm. you're admit, admitting you might be like, "That's a little too good." For no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I think it's more like it's more like. Wait, I think this progression's interesting and maybe like in some cases it's like a lot of sync work is they want very simple, accessible, commercialized yes, songs, yes. right? So if like maybe the, it's like a little too techy or something like that, I'm like, I'll take that. And I mean, they're not gonna like that. My assumption is that they're not gonna like it. I'm like, I can take that and like maybe make it into something a little more interesting. I see, okay. For myself. Yeah. So uh, those of us. There we go. I elaborated. No, that you one. did. That was good. You did really well. I'm good sorry. Save. If, I'm sorry if I'm dominating the conversation. I'm just a little hyped up on coffee and oranges. Uh, no, I, I got mine right here. You got bro. yours right. Okay. So, uh, would we, those of us who have uh, television or go on the internet and, and are exposed to commercials from time to time, is it feasible we might have heard some of your compositions in in that realm? Or I think so. Okay. A few YouTube ads. A few little toys. Yeah. Here and there. Okay. I'm hoping, but I want to be, I'd like to be dominating that. <laughs> is there like a, is there, has there ever been a really prominent one? I don't expect you to specify, but has there ever been one where you're like, holy shit, that is so pervasive. It's everywhere. And I just wrote that in five minutes or something like that. Do you have, is there one like that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you remember the song uh, that was in the cap? I keep mentioning all these corporations. I'm going to stop. There was a credit card, by name I mean, there was a credit card company that had a jingle <laughs> called Hands in My Pocket. Do you remember that? Hands, yeah, of course, dude. Jim Guthrie. That shit, I still whistle that shit all the time. Man. So somewhere down the street from wherever you live in Toronto is my friend Jim Guthrie. Uh, mm-hmm. who uh, People who listen to the show regularly know I always 
thank Jim at the end because he lends me music that I can play uh, for the show some, for some elements. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was his breakthrough. He, he Good for him. That's incredible. Pop songwriter in the early 2000s takes on this random assignment, experimenting with the ads and stuff. Writes uh-huh. that could have been on one of his records, absolutely, no doubt. It was a yeah. it was a gym, and it blew up so much that people started to use his name in meetings. Hey, can you make it a Jim Guthrie? That's fucking sick. Isn't that Good weird? For Jim Guthrie, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to get like him. I'm trying to get like Jim. Like <laughs> him. Jim is him. Jim is him. <laughs> you, you don't ever. Do you ever vocalize? Uh, really? No, I can't, dude. Listen to your voice. I, Why couldn't you? I can hit like three notes. I, I, I tone deaf. Have you tried to sing along to one? I you? have tried before. It's embarrassing. It's, a, oh. it's so crazy. I love your voice. Yeah, I feel like you have the greatest voice ever. I, you're my. I think you. I don't know. <laughs> I think your voice is your voice, right? How can be? How many like bad? I'm putting it in air quotes. Like bad, <laughs> distinctive singers are there? Like I don't even think they're bad. Like, do you know who Lou Reed is from the Velvet Underground? Yeah, of course. Lou Reed, famously thought to have had a kind of, uh, uh, what, I don't know, monotone or whatever voice. That's his voice. No one's going to mm-hmm. sound like him. What I'm getting at, and I didn't mean to make this a pep talk. Your, our, no, no, our voices I think are, I need to find my range. Listen to bro. me. I've been talking in public for what year is it? 2023. Like 18 years on the radio and <laughs> podcast. I sound like a Muppet. There's no doubt. I could be a Jim Henson character. And and no one seems no one you says have a it. Lovely voice. No, you don't sound no, like a mother. I sound exactly. I'd keep it a bean with you, bro. You sound great. Uh, I, listen, I I appreciate the mutual affection for our voices. I'm just saying our voices are our voices. You can't change that. Anyway, sorry, it's none of my business. I'm not here to produce you. Uh, I'm just saying. I feel like if anyone could sing a, a nice song, it's you. All right, let's get. Maybe I'll try again, bro. <laughs> I think you should. Maybe I'll try again. I think you should. So this record, uh, birds, bees, the clouds, and the trees. Man, you talk about whimsical. That even the title is whimsical. Yeah, Let, right? Let's let's start with that because that is a. It alludes to uh, sex. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the birds and the bees. That's what the euphemism. That's the the thing for sex. I'm not saying it's. <laughs> Is a, it? Yes, the birds and the bees. I, did Damn, you know I didn't mean that. You never heard the expression like the birds and the bees? No. Come on, man. That's like that's what they say is like a euphemism for talking about sex. There's that song. Let me tell you this about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the something. I know Afternoon Delight, that's oh, it. Oh, there's that one too. Anyway, you got that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I've taken this down a sordid road. I didn't mean that. You didn't even know? Okay. I thought this is like the Dragon Ball Z thing except for real life. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so we're, well, let's get with that title though because it's very elemental in a way. It's na- it's like natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, birds and the bees, the clouds and the trees. Where did that come from first of all? So funny, I've been asked this question like a few times and I can't give a good answer. The answer is like really, honestly, I just thought it was a pretty sounding name. I like nature and I like taking a moment sometimes when I'm in nature. You know, I'd walk my dog just across the street. You know, there's just moments of peace yeah. in the park. Complete peace. You know, I'd, sometimes I want to cry depending if I was on an SSRI at the time or not. Hmm. And... Yeah, man. That's all it is. It's just like our moments of euphoria, our moments of captured peace, I guess. Yeah. But a lot of the albums, like, I've been calling it Diet Jazz all week as well. And it's meant to just be like, you know, maybe walking music or something like that. Yeah. It's something to experience outside. But maybe I'm extra. I don't know. No? Uh, Yeah, so that's the name. So you're saying... At least one or two, let's say three other people have asked you about this album title and not one of them has alluded to the fact that the birds and the bees. No. <laughs> not one? You're the first, yeah. What? Maybe I'm just yeah. obsessed. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just think that it was obvious to me. Anyway, that's okay. So it's really, do you get into nature as much as you possibly can? Are you a, a person? Do you like camping? Do you like hiking? I hate camping. Can't stand. I don't like. Stand, I, don't can, really like I cannot stand camping. I don't like really. camping either. I don't really understand. That's why we build the houses. I like a good walk. You like? Yeah, right? We built the houses because no one liked camping. I think everyone was like, "This camping thing sucks. Why don't we build stuff out of wood and stone, and then we won't have to camp?" 
We can still go outside. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Why would we do? I'm not actively going to take my own pillow from my own bed and go to a, a fucking dirt slab. Yeah. Well, instead of hitting, no, a dude, st- I pay rent. What if instead of hitting a stone and making fire, we just wire some fuel into the house and then turn a knob? It'll take two seconds as opposed to like uh, I hit my finger all the time. Anyway, so the I don't like camping either. But so you go outside. I like glamping. <laughs> Wait, now explain that to people. What is that? Okay, when I say glamping, I mean, I remember my homie, Elliot, his dad was, like, taking care of, like, some place in Prince Edward County. It's, like, beautiful home cottage thing. You know, it had all the fixings. It was, like, a modern place in nature. Yes. I like this. Yes. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was a multi-millionaire, that's what I'd be They're doing. like, glamour tents, basically, or houses? No, like, not even that. That's, that's, actually, that's not enough. There's, like, they're I a cottage. A they're a cottage. Okay, <laughs> yeah. glamping. Yeah, that's... But no, but, like, cottage... Modern cottage, no, no, no wood cottage. You don't, you don't want you. They have those. When I used to go, we used to rent a cottage on Port Port uh, yeah. Lake Huron, rather, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you would see like the new build houses, like on the lake. So you got the sometimes you'd have the uh, we the one we rented was very old and it was wood, uh, and it was a little makeshift in its own way. But everyone else, we, we were just renting it from a friend of my wife's, right? And then, yeah. but a lot of people, it's not everyone else, but a lot of people, sorry, some people like that, the rustic nature uh, of yeah. leaving like a, an actual log cabin and going out onto the lake and all that stuff. Sorry, mm-hmm. do you like the beach? Because I'm also 50-50 on the beach. I don't like the beach. It's just the people on the beach, man. Like the beaches, we, me and my friend Trevor used to walk down the beaches all the time. And as soon as it's like above 12, it's over. 12 done. people. The beach is cooked. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just <laughs> completely cooked. But in the off time, you know, fall, early spring, you can get down there. It's the most beautiful experience ever. Glamping, if, if I may follow up on your glamping, the cottage we rented had its own beach. So you, oh, dude, it's some one percenter shit. Yeah, uh, I guess it is. We didn't, it wasn't that expensive or anything, or that nice a place. Like it was a fine, it was shelter, but uh, it mm-hmm. wasn't. Let me just. We were not rich in Ontario. In fact, we had it was you know we were middle class, whatever the hell that means these days. And uh, so it wasn't like super luxurious, but it did have its own beach. I'll say that. And that that's fucking. Dope, you're absolutely bro. correct, though. I think you and I are the same. I don't really like camping because of the elements mm-hmm. and the people and the, I'm tall and I have, I don't know. There's something about it. I just don't like it. And then, uh, I get tired. I get grumpy. There's something about camping that makes me grumpy. And then the beach is kind of similar. I don't know. Now I'm starting to wonder if I just don't like dirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe you just don't like, maybe you're the same. You just don't like any dirt and bugs. I don't like dirt. Yeah, seagulls. I don't like bugs. The, the, I'm honestly, you know, I went to my friend Hudson's cottage recently. Uh-huh. It's big ass. I, we slept in like this little. It was like, it's cottagey, cottagey. Yeah. I actually had a great time though. I was with friends. I think that was the first time I really enjoyed. Like, but you know, I, was, I wake up to a bug this fucking big in my dome, and um, you know, spiders crawling all over me at night. But I just didn't care. And maybe it was the company I kept. My closest friends growing up. I don't know. That would wig me up. I don't want a big spider in my <laughs> face. I don't like that. But anyway, you've tried, <laughs> you tried to capture the essence of the outside on some level. Beautiful artwork too, by the way. It's lovely. I, Thank you so much. Who, where did that, uh, you. did you have a hand in, in sort of the design there or was it someone just said, Hey, this is what I came up with? That was Kento. It was actually, a, I was obsessed with this artist from Japan, Kento. Yeah. And, um, I was like, this is, this, it was a licensed photo. It wasn't made for the album. Hmm. And I was like, I need it. <laughs> you know, I, like, I need it. If you look at it, so it's what I was getting at is it's beautiful, beautiful artwork, beautiful bright colors, uh, outdoor scenery, and you've got. Uh, I don't see any. Well, yeah, there are some birds. Maybe they're birds. Maybe they're specks. You got some. Anyway, it's not that literal. However, I'd like to draw everyone's attention to the fact that there seems to have been an earthquake and a car <laughs> uh, falling into an abyss. That's in the foreground. You have this very beautiful scenery in the background, but in the foreground, uh, disaster, uh, uh, death, potentially. <laughs> Sorry, potentially. If anyone, this car is not a self-driving car. There's probably people in that car and they're doomed. Uh, what does that mean to you, Harrison? If we can do a quick fine arts class sort of analysis of what this might mean. 
Oh, it's sorry. I just want to also. Oh, it's beautifully designed. The typography, if you will, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It, I love it. But but what? Uh, yeah. What? Uh, let me just say that about the image. Yeah. It's what? a little. It's a little dark on some level because of the car plunging into an unknown. Do you think the car survives that? Do you think the car make the people make it? No, nah, they're done, so bro. Okay, it's probably one so dude in there. One. <laughs> Kento has a common theme with this Nissan Skyline, hmm. and. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was... I, if I was looking at it really literally, he's just driving towards a beautiful destination, gets gets fucked up on his way there, <laughs> and you're so close. So close. Is there some sort of metaphor there that you uh, can relate to in terms of any of the, the, the themes on this record? Not themes on the record. I can relate yeah. to that recently, though. So, like, hmm. I don't know. It's... it's. Uh, I'm sorry, Vish. I wish I had better... No. I just want to articulate the best I can. Well, these I are haven't. not easy questions coming from me. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> we have not had uh, any other kind of preamble. It's difficult. I'm asking you. I mean, also, uh, when did you finish making this record and finalizing the artwork and stuff, roughly? It's, artwork was recently, very uh, recently, like okay. the last four months. Record was done like six months ago. Can you imagine someone asking me? If someone asked me about something I did six months ago, <laughs> I would have no idea. I'd be like, what? Oh, I heard for me. That's why I'm so excited for it to come out. Dude. Yes, yes. That must be, that's the weird part of the anticipation, right? Okay. Let's talk about some of your other collaborators, though, because I think um, I I know you as a uh, keyboardist, <laughs> uh, someone who plays <laughs> piano, as we've established, and, and makes other kinds of sounds. But there's a fully fleshed out, uh, uh, you've got collaborators. I don't know. Who are the other instrumentalists on this, by the way? Are there any? Or is it all some sort of, I don't know. It's all me. How is what about the drums? The drums are me too. Physical, real drums. Program drums. Mm -hmm. You know who plays the drums is me, and I like drums. Really? Yeah, I enjoy the drums. Do you like my drums? I do. And I was like, oh, I can't. That's the thing now, though. I can't see as a seasoned music person. I couldn't have told you if someone was like, are these real or or program? I'm like, they sound. I'm telling you right now. I'll tell you right now to your face on the screen. They sounded real to me. And I mean, what does that even mean these days? Have you yeah, ever that's played all I that? want, man. That's the biggest compliment I can have. Have you ever played uh, actual drums, if you will? I have. Well, my dad can play drums. My dad was a drummer for a while. Oh. And yeah, he's dope. But I, I'm not coordinated enough to play drums. Ever thought, ever thought to collaborate with your father? Absolutely. I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time. He's so stubborn, though. He's hard to work with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's giving he me non flashbacks about the work on the Supra. Oh, is he a. <laughs> is he a. Sorry, your dad would work on a Toyota Supra? Is that what you just said? Yeah, me and him did some work on one. Oh, do you have. Are you mechanically inclined? Can you fix a car? I think I can somewhat fix a car. That's cool. I didn't know that. I know you used yeah. to drive a BMW convertible, which I can't picture. The E30? I didn't, I never dropped the top. Don't worry, bro. Oh, you had the top. You had a convertible. <laughs> I never dropped you the never top. took advantage of it. You mentioned, I mentioned this because it's, uh, it's a, the inspiration for at least one of these songs, right? Yeah. In the coop. Yeah. In the coop is, uh, that's a reflective nostalgic kind of song, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. It was just like, I, I've explained it as like kind of a song that, um, just like don't take this, don't take everything I do. So like, don't take the album so seriously. It's supposed yeah. to be like just like a fun song. It's like it's not serious, yeah, yeah. But it's fun, a funky over little la- jam, bro. Yeah. Over the last couple of years, I've seen your name show up on other people's records. Uh, mm-hmm. DJSB. I want to say Cadence Weapon. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you've been working with others. Uh, what's it like to actually reach out and ask people to contribute uh, to your records? In this one in particular, I'm hoping we can actually talk about some of the people you you brought in. But I also just mm-hmm. wonder what that. When do you figure that out? This is an instrumental. It's fine. This could use some vocals. This could be a hook. Is there a way to articulate your distinction between those two modes? Yeah, no. I think uh, like when I'm actively writing songs for other people, like I'm I'm very conscious of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I'm at because there has to be a certain amount of space for either singers or rappers or whoever to come and write on that instrumental. Yeah. And. Yeah, so I like have to be actively conscious about that. And like producers who just produce for others, 
it is like it's a different art in my opinion and they're just incredible hmm. like uh, my friend Bijan who's in LA now he's produced he's just got he's just got down to a science yeah he's like well, there should be this amount of space here 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 and he's incredible at what he does hmm. but me I kind of suck at it no it's the opposite I think you're great <laughs> and I think the people you brought in just give this record a flavor. Every once in a while, there's a voice and they're strong and good, like solid voice. And it gives the, it's only like this record, by the way, is like only like half an hour. You like short things, I'm gathering. I love short, short things. Short dude. songs and a short record. That's short for a record, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, but it moves. My son the other day, it stopped. He's like, Papa, it's over. Play it again. And I was like, oh, well, you got, you got a nice review already, Harrison. My son wanted <laughs> Let's to be. go. Normally, my son's like, okay, can we hear Beastie Boys now? That thing you listen, <laughs> the thing you're making us listen to is done. Can we hear something else? I'm like, what? Come on. <laughs> anyway, this, this one, so uh, this one, my son and, and my daughter, uh, enjoy very much. What was I going to get to there? Can we take a moment? And I, I don't mean to do a memory jog. Can you talk about some of your collaborators on this record? Uh, first of all, just by name and maybe even mention what, what they kind of did because you have some people whose names I recognize. You have some people who are, I would say, rising stars, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about some of those? Yeah, of course. Well, we got Toby, of course, my G, my man. Toby's an incredible writer. He's so good at writing hooks. And I was like, I was like, can you please be on my record? After we worked together on a song called Beige and a few others. And then we had Mad and Guilty Simpson, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I can't believe they're into the, the record. I was like, okay. They both just work really fast, and that was remote. Joe Jenkins hooked that up. What a legend. And Nana B, of course. Incredible singer and songwriter and producer from L.A. Uh, Joe also showed me her music. I heard her on some fine design stuff. I, I've heard her on stuff before, and I was like, oh, she's dope. Hmm. And Kadia Bonet, who brought... Oh, brought the flavor, I guess. Beautiful. The flavor. Beautiful singer and uh, familial royalty in there, right? I see that Bonet and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she must be related to Lisa Bonet. But no, lovely. These are lovely uh, additions to you, uh, to your to your music. So I just want to say I appreciate Thank your you. vision there and I appreciate that people want to work with you because you are wonderful. And uh, mm-hmm. I also want to say, as I, I Thanks, as man. I have before, I always appreciate your social media Twitter and whatnot, you're funny on that. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I think I think I'm funny. I on think that? you are. I think things are sort of. I thought we were almost out of all of it because it seemed to be imploding, and I think it's still imploding. I don't know, but uh, no, I appreciate uh, your little uh, lobs because it, it brightens up my day, if I may. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to stay off it. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not. I I don't think it's actually good for us. But those of you, those I'm not good at it. I think that's the other part of it. I just gave up trying to be whatever, and you're good at it. So I just want to say, I, I hope uh, it gives you some measure of joy to know that it's resonating with some idiot like me. That's awesome. <laughs> you're not an idiot. No, no, I know. But thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. So uh, I want to ask you uh, as we sort of wind down here, what's next for you? This record's coming out. I'm very excited on your behalf for people to hear it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'll ask you about, uh, where people can find it in a, in a moment. But have you been writing stuff of late, uh, that you're excited about or working on something new at this point? I was sent a bunch of tracks from someone, uh, that my grandfather had recorded oh. solo piano stuff. And, uh, I'd like to cover this, these tracks. For him, because he passed recently. Oh, I'm so sorry. And that's okay, bro. Yeah. He lived a life, bro. He's dope. Nice. 96. Wow. And he, last time I saw him, he was all there. So that's a, a big W. Yeah, that's me. great. But yeah, I'd like to. I got these. Tra- I think a lot of it's really beautiful stuff. So I need to look into maybe like a, a grant or something to just. I'd like to do that. Yeah. A little solo piano stuff, and just keep making music, man. But in the meantime, I mean, I gotta, I gotta work the like TikTok and shit. Oh yeah, there's that stuff too. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I gotta follow you on that. I guess to promote. 
I thought they were no, gonna, no. I thought they were gonna. Don't. I thought they were gonna. Don't I thought they were gonna ban that, and then they, it's not banned at all. I'm like, they should Maybe ban it all. Speech. Just ban all of it. See what? I bet we're all we'll all do better. But no, <laughs> I can't escape it. I'm addicted to it. My like I said to my son, I get a little compulsive. I'm like, oh, I better check Twitter or whatever, and then it's like, oh, they're getting rid of it. That's bad. But wait. Maybe it's good. <laughs> Maybe it'll all be better for everyone. Anyway, all right. So you got manage uh, the promotion of this new record. Uh, if people want to mm. learn more about it and you on the internet that we were just deriding together, uh, where would you like to send them per se uh, to learn more about uh, Harrison and this record? I wish I knew. Oh, well, Maybe my Instagram. Yeah, sure, sure. You can say that. <laughs> Harrison music is my Instagram. Okay. Just go there, bro. <laughs> I swear, I put up some good stuff. You're, you're okay. Of the things we've talked about, we've we've promoted every big social media company today. You feel like your Instagram game is is the most uh, strong. I think my TikTok game is the most strong. Now. Oh, because just- I like post like shit that's like cringe and shit on there. I just have too many friends that follow me on Instagram now. <laughs> so like, it's weird. I need like a fucking. I need a Finsta, bro. I don't know why I don't have one. Okay. Um. It's just like the close friends thing. I see. Okay. And um, I don't know. Like, I don't care how I'm perceived, really. Yeah. But um, it's a lot of work. Man. I know. Every time I post some shit, it'll be like, I'm sending 4,000 Bitcoin to the first person who responds. You know, like the spam and Oh, shit. you get the spam? I will say that yeah. the thing I don't understand is uh, when I post a story and I look at, uh, eventually it'll people can like your stories on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. always the porn bots. Yeah. And they have horrible names. And then on the one hand, I'm like, this is disgusting. On the other hand, I'm like, oh, these porn bots are really sweet. They, they like all my posts. How can I be mad at them? As I'm, as I'm reporting it as spam and blocking it, I have a tinge of like, oh, maybe I should actually say thank you to the porn bot. You see? Yeah, anyway, I I'm sorry. I, now, this is a nice segue back into the birds and bees thing I was talking about earlier. If we can go out... Sorry, that was a terrible segue. Can we go out on a song here from Birds, Bees, The Clouds, and The Trees, uh, Harrison? And if so, can you choose one for us to go out on? Oh, let's do... Let's do Like When We Were Kids. I like that one. Like When We Were Kids. What? what why did that one come to mind? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just missing being a kid today, Okay. Bro. Well, I... I'm missing being a kid I think I, I, I wrapped us up in a lot of nostalgia for my youth, so maybe that's what happened to mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, <laughs> didn't mean to do that. No, no, it's okay. Uh, well, let's, let's hear it right now. Uh, this is Like When We Were Kids by Harrison from uh, this beautiful new album, which I encourage you all to check out. It's called Birds, Bees, The Clouds, and The Trees. Uh, Harrison, for what it's worth... I know we don't know each other very well, but I love you very much. I, I'm glad you made this record. I appreciate you. Thank you for this time, and I wish you the best of luck in the future. Man, thank you. I love you too, Beach. And thanks for always supporting me since for years. And thank you for having me.
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, it's wonderful to speak with Harrison again, one of my favorite people in, in Canada and around the world. Thank you, Harrison, for being on this, the 771st episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find an episode you're looking for or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit vishkana.com. and like Creative Control on Facebook and follow the show uh, at present on Twitter at vishcreative, or you can... Uh, follow me directly on Instagram and on Twitter at Vishkana. Also, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to support all of the work that goes into making this podcast. Uh, you can donate any amount you want. Uh, $4 a month, $2 a month, $15 a month, $16 a month. It's really up to you. $6 American or more a month grants you access to exclusive content and you get episodes earlier than everybody else. And uh, if you're interested in receiving a Creative Control t-shirt, just message me on Patreon, and I'll get you one while supplies last. I owe someone a message on that. Sorry, I'll get that. I'll respond. I'll do it right now. I'll do it after this. Thanks again to the wonderful Alberta record retailer Blackbird Music, which you can learn more about and order things right there from their website, blackbird.ca. And also want to thank uh, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee, respectively, in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario for their in-kind support for this show. Thanks, as always, to my friend Jim Guthrie for letting me use some music of his on the show. You can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. And finally, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Harrison. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you're unfamiliar with Harrison, we'll check out his music. Uh, If you are here just for Harrison and have never heard of me and you enjoyed the show, please uh, think about uh, subscribing or following you know, the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, following it, telling your friends about the show, spreading the word about it. All of that helps a lot. So I appreciate you doing any of those things, but also you did nothing. You made it this far. You listened to one episode. That's pretty good. Thank you. And congratulations for making it all the way to here. I will talk to most of you very soon. I hope. That's my hope. I hope you're well. And we talk soon. Like I said, okay, I'm babbling now. Bye for now. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.